0: Hello, and thank you for listening to the podcast, This is the Voice of the Prophet. I'm Beatrice Valerie Nero, and it's a joy and pleasure to be with you once again. Today I will be sharing the final part of the message God has given to me, entitled, The Spirit of Witchcraft. However, as I was sitting at my desk this morning, reading that title, I heard the words, The Spirit of Witchcraft, in Christianity, which is now the new title for this message. So now let's move on. How many of you remember some of the quotes I shared in part one and two of this message? In part one I quoted, The illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot unlearn the lies they have been taught to believe. End quote. That quote was taken from the words of futurist Alvin Toffler, and it actually reads, and I quote, The illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. End quote. That's a powerful word. People learn lies, but can they unlearn the lies they've been told? Can they unlearn and then relearn truth, the Word of God, as it was supposed to be taught from the beginning, as our Father intended. I think perhaps one of the most difficult things that a person can do is accept that they've been deceived and lied to by someone that they truly trusted. However, I believe that the question must be, do they want to unlearn the lies? How many untruths, have been spoken, taught, and uttered from pulpits in order to manipulate, intimidate, and dominate the people of God for the speaker's own self-serving motivations. How much deception has been expressed, demonstrated, and communicated so that people will submit to those in authority in order that the ones telling these falsehoods would be honored even when they haven't earned it and definitely don't deserve it. Whenever these deceptions were issued forth by pastors, prophets, teachers, leaders, and others, it was with the intent that the person speaking would be looked up to and glorified as opposed to God receiving his glory. It was so that people would see them as not only special, but as those whom God had acknowledged, chosen, and set forth as his own voice. But once these lies and untruths are exposed, it sullies and ruins the reputation of God. It means that God's glory is no longer seen as to how it should be and for what it is. In John 11 and 40 in the NIV it reads, Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? Mary and Martha Along with all the other people who accompanied them to the tomb of Lazarus, all experienced God's glory, but none of them saw bright lights, twinkling stars, or any type of illumination around the body of Jesus. That was not the kind of glory he spoke of. The glory that they experienced was in seeing Jesus call Lazarus out of his tomb. That was the glory of God. There are things in our lives that God does for us, and because we're not seeing lights and fireworks, we don't even realize what the Father is doing in our lives. When you see your children rededicate their lives to God, that's seeing His glory. When marriages come back together as God ordained, that's His glory. Walking away from cancer or car accidents and even avoiding them completely is nothing but the glory of God. And the things that many would consider little and other things that some literally take for granted are deemed as their karma and good luck are missing God in His glory and are still waiting for the lights, the twinklings, and what they have supposed as His greatness. On the other hand, when charlatans and witchcraft workers in the pulpits perform their tricks and speak the things that tickle the ears, as Simon did, those things Christians accept and say is his glory. When men and women stand in pulpits and public places, saying things that God supposedly told them, and when they don't come to pass, refusing to come back to say they made mistakes and errors, and then Christians accept and support them, then in actuality, they're ruining God's reputation. God's glory is the experience of the awesome, wonderful things that He does in our lives, and He does them on a daily basis. He wants us to see His glory, and yes, we as Christians and followers of Christ truly desire to see it. However, we cannot be led blindly by false prophets, deceiving pastors, and poor leaders into believing something that God never said, ordained, implemented, or even did. We must unlearn the lies so that we can begin to learn and believe truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And if we don't believe the truth as he truly is, then we'll never see the glory of God as it truly is. We must stop looking for the glitter and the glimmer. Stop trying to see the bright lights and sparkling dust. Look for the truth in the word of God as he has spoken it. Stop believing the lies and accepting it for something that it's not. Not only must we stop believing the lies, we must stop helping to spread them. Last week, Fox News settled with Dominion. The makers of the voting machines that were used in the last presidential election For nearly $800 million. Why did they agree to pay such a large amount? Not because they were forced to, but because they knew that they would certainly be found guilty. With a guilty verdict, they would not have only had to pay that amount and more, including court court costs, attorney fees, and who knows what else, but they also would have had to publicly admit on their own television station, that they lied. They lied to the people who trusted them. They had the people's trust and belief in them and knowingly deceived their followers, telling them things that they knew were absolutely not true. People like Tucker Carlson, Mark Pearson, and others use their influence over their watchers and willfully, knowingly lie to them. Not just embellishments, but outright, bald-faced lies for the benefit of their own ratings and money. No, it wasn't mistakes or a matter of them being deceived first. It was a matter of them purposely using false information that they knew was false and giving it to the people as truths for their own selfish motives. And what were their motives? Yes, it was for ratings and money, but also to manipulate, intimidate, and dominate their followers. They were willing to damage the image of a well-established company with an impeccable reputation for their own benefits. Christians all over this nation were deceived. But are these Christians willing to unlearn the lies that were given to them? I can just about guarantee you that they're not. They will still want Donald Trump who was the original initiator of many of those lies as the next president, and they will still insist that the last election was stolen. The Wycliffe Bible reads in Acts 8:11, And they believed him. For a long time he had mad at them with his witchcraft. Forsooth all believed him for this thing, that much time he had made them mad with his witchings. When referring to making the people mad, again, let me clarify that this is not in the sense of the people being angry. This verse makes it clear that Simon made the people crazy. They lost their minds and sensible ways of thinking by and through his witchcraft. It was his witchcraft that made the people crazy then, and it's witchcraft that's doing it now. This totally explains how a woman who obviously truly loves Jesus, has received him as her Lord and Savior, can stand and say to news cameras that Donald Trump reminds her of her Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that he's just like Jesus. This explains how when pastors stood in their pulpits and told their congregations and followers that if they didn't vote for that man, that they would go to hell and the people believed them. It's witchcraft. When prophet after prophet says that God said a thing, and that thing never even remotely came to pass, but then those that believed the lie revolted and rioted because they believed the election was stolen, And these same people who, had they been in their right minds, would never have done this, is obviously witchcraft. They have lost their minds because of the manipulation, intimidation, and domination by their pastors, leaders, and the news feeds that they follow. In actuality, I don't care who a person votes for. Sure, I'd love for them to vote in agreement with me, but everyone should have their own choice made through their own decisions with clear understanding. However, I don't want anyone voting for someone when they've been manipulated, intimidated, and dominated into doing it. I don't want to see anyone giving from their hard-earned finances, supporting someone or a ministry, or believing a lie because of someone's witchcraft. Again, what is witchcraft? It's deceptions and seductions, not spells and incantations. It's intimidation, manipulation, and domination. And how do you deceive and seduce the people of God? It's accomplished through manipulating God's Word, the Bible, so that it can be used to intimidate and dominate the people of God. Please don't misunderstand me. I would never tell anyone not to obey their pastors and leaders. I would never tell them not to give, not to submit, speak, to witness, or anything else. But when you do any of these things, whether it's giving then give to the glory of our father when you obey let it be to the glory of god when you speak witness do live pray and yes even believe let it all be done to the glory of the lord god do it all as jesus said so that the father will be glorified in him don't be deceived manipulated or intimidated by the Simons in the pulpits. Don't lose your minds, your own understanding and reasoning because of those in the pulpits, the televangelists, the YouTubers, and even newscasters who are bewitching the sons and daughters of God. Learn to hear the voice of our Father and trust Him. Spend time with Him so that you'll become accustomed to hearing Him and knowing His voice. And after having said all of this, let me use the old expression of saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. In other words, don't discard and abandon the word of God completely. As another very old saying goes, eat the meat and throw out the bones. We must learn to eat what's good and nourishing to our spirits and dump the rest. But we will never know what to dump We'll never know what to keep or discard if we don't walk in a true, deep relationship with the Father for ourselves. Consume the Word of God, His Word accordingly. And again, the only way to know what is and what is and isn't good is to spend your own personal time with Him. Allow His Holy Ghost to teach and minister to you through His Word, the Bible. If we want God's glory to be seen upon us, then we must first understand what His glory truly means and what it is. God's glory is His honor, His excellence, and His reputation. It's up to us as Christians to protect and magnify His honor and reputation in all we do. And remember, We will never see his glory if we don't give him his glory. The hour has come that in all we do, that we must now glorify the Father. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amiteagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net and through the Facebook post or Facebook Messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support, and may God bless each and every one of you.